Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Into the 3 o'clock hour, we roll. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby with you for a short show. 4.30, Monday Night Football. I didn't ask who's playing today. You actually know because it's a worthwhile game. Yeah. So you, It'll come to me. Hold on. Oh, wait. You don't know. Oh, wait. Hold on, Chris. Hold It'll on. It'll come to me. Hold See on, if you can come up on. with it. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Hey. Oh, there hey, you go. Hey, 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 hey. Chiefs. Mike Trout. Eagles. There you go. You Thank gave you. him hints, though. Thank I you. Did. Thank you, Chris. Taylor is not going to be there, guys. I'm what? worried about Travis. What? Is that official? I, I read earlier when I was doing my research on Travis, there was a, I don't know if you guys heard, there was a horrible thing that happened in Brazil at a Taylor Swift concert over the weekend. So I didn't hear what happened. Uh, apparently, one person died of heat exhaustion, I believe, because it and was she canceled over, her shows because of that, right? Yeah, it was over 100 degrees in the venue, and there was no like air conditioning, and people were passing out like crazy. Uh, we got a daily gambit. <laughs> Let's just move Are on. Are they somehow blaming this on Taylor Swift? I, mean, I don't want to get into it because I don't know the full details, but, but a lot of people asked for... No, 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 hold on. A lot of people asked for Travis Scott to go to da- jail whenever his thing happened. So. Travis Scott was imploring people to rush the I, stage and people got crushed. That seems different than Taylor Swift singing and uh, everybody dancing and jumping Why did they around in the heat? air conditioning vents. You think she was like I order you no, guys to No, I don't think that she has those. Vents. I don't think she has anything to do with that. Exactly. But, so I'm, but, gonna, I'm defe- I, I can't believe I'm defending her, but I have to defend her here. I mean, I just don't surface. like it when some people get the heat and some people are like it's okay, she's Taylor Swift. But, but you're getting the heat because you told people to rush the stage and somebody got crushed or people got crushed because of your direction. I'm that Chris even That's knows what I'm difference. talking about. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I am And impressed. he knows the details. <laughs> I am very impressed. It's a big Chris difference. Right I'm hip. All right. All right. Chris has given us the one-liners today. Uh, Daily Gambit. Uh, Ready to go, Scrape? Yeah, let me just write down that I'm hip note in here. Here he is, already plotting. Yes, here we go. Here's some Daily Gambit. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh. Winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is a mortal lock. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. 
It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit's our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Everybody, please gamble responsibly. I, again, put together a parlay for the weekend, and let's see how it went. Plus 595. You know how it went. Why you don't even entertain this, like, it's had a chance of being complete. Well, it started great. That's how it often starts for you, Scrape. With the Raiders. What did they lose by, Chris? Seven. Seven, right? yeah. So was a plus 13 number. and a half. I, I got that one that late correctly. Took the Raiders. Awesome. Dallas Cowboys at the Panthers, minus 10 and a half. Dallas, they won by 20-something. Awesome. And then those stupid Detroit Lions mm. needed to win by eight or more over the Bears. They did not. So the parlay is dead right there. Detroit's not interested in your three-legged parlay. No. Jeff Goff. Didn't see anybody. <laughs> That's why he brought up the whole thing about him throwing interceptions now. Oh, no, I don't care about that. Oh, yeah, you do. No, I really am concerned about Jared Goff. Okay. San Diego State. Tony and I bet on San Diego State and St. Mary's basketball on Friday night. Both of us chose the Aztecs. Both of us were very correct. The Aztecs got plus one and a half on the spread, but they won by 25-79-54. I'm not, not going to lie. I watched, uh, I watched a little bit of that. Um, I hadn't heard anything about St. Mary's other than what you said before. Yeah, everybody said they were great. Man, when they when they blew them out in the second half, I was thoroughly surprised and excited at the same yeah. time. Like, but St. Mary's very... would actually go on the next game uh, against Xavier and get blown out again. Oh, they got blown out again. They so. did. So that victory that's is that nice, right now. but not as big as a, it seems. I don't know. Something's wrong with St. Mary's, and that's too bad for them. <laughs> going over to Aztecs. Not concerned personally. Too bad for them. Yeah, I'm not Going concerned. over to Aztecs football, the San Jose State Spartans were 14.5 point favorites in this one. Aztecs. Tony and I still went with the Aztecs, and the Aztecs did cover, but San Jose State won 24 to 13. Yeah. Last yeah. one we bet on was UCLA and USC. And let me tell you, I was pretty surprised when I turned on this game. Uh, USC, they were five point favorites in this game. It was a choose your own adventure. So, cho- t- Chosey. Tony chose the USC Trojans minus five. I went over 63 and a half total points. We both lost. Both of us lost because the score was UCLA 30, USC 20. Shout out to Dave Marcus and his fake Oh, boy, his Bruins, yeah. Actually, he shouldn't even be allowed to say his Bruins because it should be his ass. The bad news for Bruins fans, and that includes you, Dave Marcus, is that this victory may keep Chip Kelly around for another couple of years. So be careful how much you celebrate this win. He could have been fired had they lost, and you could have got yourself a real coach at UCLA. He's back. Instead, he's going to probably come back. So. That's one of those um, victories that uh, make be painful down the road. You think they'll come to the Holiday Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure they're going <laughs> to give them a call. Do, I, honestly, do you think if UCLA qualifies, I mean, do they have to give them the spot? No. Okay. No, the Holiday Bowl chooses uh, after whatever the pecking order is yeah, for the yeah. Pac-12 they team. Get, they choose what's left. But they left. choose whatever, yeah, whatever's left. Ooh. So they're they're going to choose. The Holiday Bowl, I think, would like to have USC, frankly. And and I think USC could fall to them. USC's never come to the Holiday Bowl before. Ah, never. Never. So, uh, I well, don't hold me to that. But I'm thinking that's true. I, I can look it up. I'm going to look it up, too. Right now? Yep. But uh, I will tell you. Uh, I don't remember them coming. Maybe they snuck one in. 
2019. I feel like I feel like they did come. They did. They did. Okay. So why? Right. But it's gonna be cool to have them for a second yeah, time. For That's sure. what I meant. Oh, Iowa crushed USC 49-24. Yeah, USC didn't feel like being here. Oh, that was the last Holiday Bowl before for the COVID. Before, yes, exactly. Yeah, that's right. That's what that was. Everybody right. knows Tony Kornheiser, but to get him unfiltered, check out the Tony. T- t- The Torny Kornheiser Show podcast, the iconic voice of PTI, is a roller coaster of wit and wisdom. It's smart, it's funny, and it's his unique perspective on the sports world. Unleash your curiosity and join the conversation. Follow the Tony Kornheiser Show on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. My same game parlay for tonight between the Eagles and the Chiefs is plus 75 goes like this. Jalen Hurts is going to score a rushing touchdown, or at any time touchdown. He's going to do one of those stupid little tush pushes, and he's going to get in. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to have over 26 and a half yards rushing. Patrick Mahomes is quietly putting together one of the best rushing quarterback seasons so far this year. Joshua Dobbs is up there, too. Uh, And then the Chiefs minus two and a half on the spread. I think the Chiefs... Even though tra- or, um, Jason Kelsey says this isn't a revenge game, I think it is for the Chiefs. Oh, Jason Kel- Kelsey plays for the Eagles. I know, but he said it's not a revenge game, but I, for the Chiefs, I believe but why it would is. the Chiefs be looking for revenge? They won the Super Bowl. Well, okay, not not <laughs> revenge, I guess. I should have used a different word. But they, the, What word should you, where you, should you use? They should uh, assert their dominance over the Eagles. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. There you go. That yeah. works. All right. All right. <laughs> Very good. Um, That's what Jason Kelsey must have said. He said it in better... For us, it's not an assert your dominance type of game. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're funny. <laughs> I chose the wrong word. Okay. Yes, you did. Go ahead, Chris. All right. Uh, we've got... Okay, SFT Hanks. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, is the difference is, is you're going to make a promo out of my slip up. Yours will go quietly into the night. Yeah, I'm sure. Yours would actually be <laughs> yours would actually be funnier. Yes, talking it would about be. the Eagles or the Chiefs looking for revenge. I know. And as I'm watching them celebrate on the NFL Network Super Bowl replay... It's so crazy. <laughs> yes, yeah, so if you want proof that they won the game, you can watch it on NFL Network right now. Uh, all right, we'll start with Travis Kelsey tonight. Uh, with or without Taylor Swift, 75 and a half receiving yards is the over-under for Kelsey tonight. He's been under that the last few weeks because Taylor has been there. I know. When she's there, he's way over it. As the Chiefs look to assert their dominance, yes. he's going to go over 77 and a half yards. Tony says over. The last time he had a great game was the night that Taylor I got Swift free Lululemon pants from from Tony wow. in the event. So you I'll go it. over. Scravy, you're going <laughs> over, I'm sure, because he's on your team. I need a big game from Travis Kelsey tonight. Over. Over 75 and a half. All right. Uh, college basketball tonight. Good matchup in the Maui Invitational. By the way, Gonzaga leading Purdue 39-36. Early second half. Uh, but later tonight, in Ma- not in Maui, they're actually playing in Honolulu this year, but it is the Maui tournament. Marquette ranked fourth in the nation, six-point favorite over Dave Marcus's UCLA Bruins. Chris will go first. Uh, I read about this game on the cover of the San Diego Union-Tribune today. I want to thank the San Diego. I want to remind somebody who is the sports editor or whoever works for the San Diego Union-Tribune, Kirk, pass this along. <laughs> we are the San Diego Union-Tribune. Not the L.A. Union-Tribune. The top two stories in the paper today were the Charger game and the preview of the UCLA-Marquette game. That's not what I'm getting the San Diego paper for, honestly. I don't mind you mentioning that stuff, but we're not in L.A. I don't understand it. 
Let me I'm gonna pull up. I haven't seen the paper today. If you look at the cover what? of the paper, yeah, the top story is the big Charger thing, and then a big old thing on UCLA Marquette, and I'm like, why? All that tells me is that maybe their research is showing them, and that's what people want. No, it's telling me that uh, they're making wrong decisions. <laughs> uh, well, what 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 could have gone on there today? I don't know. Maybe they. I I don't. I don't know where the Aztec basketball game was. Mm. Well, maybe it was too late to print. It was over at nine thirty. It's too late. I guess. I don't know. All right. Well, the Union Tribune knows me an apology and an explanation. <laughs> but nevertheless, uh, I read so much up on Marquette and UCLA's injury problems that I'll take Marquette minus the six. Scraby. Same. Tony. Same. Doesn't want to go for Dave Marcus's squad. All right. So we both, we've all three agreed on both bets so far. Clippers at San Antonio tonight. Clippers do have a win finally with James Harden. With that, they're eight and a half point favorites on the road against the Spurs. Scraby. Oh man, um, how's James Harden doing? I know they they got a win finally, but he was a reason why they got a win. I, I don't know what their overall record is. I think they're four and seven or something. Spurs aren't doing a whole lot better than that. In fact, they're doing I worse than that. I am gonna go with the Spurs. Thought you might, Tony. Spurs cover. Spurs. Clippers. Eight and a half on the road? That seems like a lot. That seems like a lot, too. Well, I could take the Spurs, and then we would all three agree on all three games. So we start out 3-0 for the week. All right, why not? It's a very short week. Well, we'll see. (laughs) Uh, NHL final game on the board. The Kings. Kings! 7-0-0 on the road this year. Have not lost a game away from home. They're wow. one and a half goal favorite at Arizona. Dang. Yes, Tony. Oh, at Arizona. At Arizona, <laughs> Kings, baby, Kings. All right, I'll take Kings. Scraby, you want to do one contrarian, or do you want all four of us to go the, or all three of us to go the same on all four games? Last time I picked the Yotes, they didn't do anything, so I'm going to go Kings. Right. Kings. So we're all three. Agreeing on all four bets. That's kind of crazy. I don't why think do that's I, ever happened. Why do I foresee an 0-4 coming our <laughs> Cause, way? Because we're all in agreement. That's yeah. probably why. We'll see how it all turns out. Check in on the results tomorrow. All right. Let's uh, step away, get to break. More Gwen and Chris headed your way. Here's some traffic. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Scraby's headphones just broke. Good way to start off this segment. 3.20 is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr. Scraby, not going to be a part of the show? Uh, I can you're, still you're hear still you. try to use that, that broken down AirPod. You know people can see you trying to stick that in your ear right now, too. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just going to use it for the rest of today because I was you putting it in my ear and it broke. You can't just use one? I'm not Chris, okay? Yeah, I got to have one does, That one's not even staying It's working. Together. It's As working. you see, I use only one, and it works just fine. Works just fine. <laughs> Except for when we play audio that's on the right side and Chris goes, there's no audio playing. <laughs> that's true. When it's only a one-channel audio and it's supposed to be in the left ear, I can't hear it because I don't have anything in the left ear. That's true. There's no audio. There's, there's no, no audio. audio. And I get upset. <laughs> uh, those of you who can see, of course, can see because we are uh, broadcasting, streaming now on the YouTube. Uh, just search for 97.3 The Fan. Uh, of course, uh, Gwen and Chris rolling on until uh, Monday Night Football tonight, Chiefs and Eagles. Uh, I know you guys want to talk about the Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, Adrian Gonzalez is on the ballot to be a Hall of Famer. Um, Some others include Joe Maurer. I didn't know he had retired. Oh, you guys. As soon as I saw his name, I knew this was going to be a thing. Uh, Chase Utley, among others. Uh, But I I wanted to bring up something that's been kind of blowing up And I don't know if it's blowing up in sports or around sports, but I talked to three or four people this weekend, guys, that wanted to know my thoughts on, and correct me if I get her name wrong, Clarissa Thompson. Oh, Carissa Thompson. Carissa Thompson. Yeah, yeah. I have some more update on that, too. Give me a little update. But she's the uh, sideline reporter. Uh, for what is it, Thursday Night Football? Yeah, you don't watch. She, you've never seen her because you don't no, watch No, I don't watch the prime. She's uh, no longer a sideline reporter from what I know. She's well, the pre- and post-game host and halftime host. She, okay. yes. And also she's the Fox studio anchor on Sundays, so no. she gives the updates. Good for her. She probably shouldn't be working anymore. And oh, wow. The more, the well, the reason I bring this up is because the more I think about this, the more it really threw a lot of hard-working people especially women reporters under the bus yeah and there are a bunch of people that are really mad about this and and if you missed it she said that you know she previously in her career made up reports on the sidelines she didn't interview anybody she just went on camera and said what she thought the coach might say and made it seem like she actually did the work and you know when she when this first story came out, it seemed a little harmless. But the more I think about it, and the more people that res, you know respond to it, I mean, women are really ticked off because it's like, I mean, how many sideline reports did you hear this weekend? You probably heard five dozen of them. Every single time it went into my mind, huh? I wonder if you really you know mean what you're saying. And I and I'm going to give most reporters the benefit of the doubt. But Clarissa, Clara, what is it? Carissa. Carissa. Carissa, sorry. Carissa Thompson has put doubt into everybody's mind, now, and uh, I, I don't know that she intended this, but that's the consequence. I made the same point on Friday. Yes. Okay. Um, I, I, what we did discover was 
that was just the piece that was put out there that she said that she was making up. If correct me if I'm wrong, Scrape, there was another piece to that that gave it a little bit of more. I, I have clarity. more context on everything. Now. More context because she came out on Friday or Thursday and she put up an Instagram post saying, "Here, here's what happened." Here, the first, first is it, the thing I think is important to know. She said this was very early in her career and it wasn't like an everyday thing. There were was a time where she during the week she'd be talking to the coaches. And at halftime, they didn't couldn't do an interview, wasn't didn't want to do an interview, whatever the case may be. So she used the information that she had gathered through the week okay. and applied what is happening in the game to whatever halftime report she was saying. That being said, your your point still remains the same and true. And whether it was harmless, whether it was just you know off the cuff. Um, it did hurt a lot of women, and you could tell that in the reactions yes. that you got from from other women who do the job on Twitter. Yeah, and as I said to Scraby on Friday, listen, I work with a lot of women um, in this industry, and I don't know of one that has ever made up something or yeah. hasn't done the work to be able to speak on whatever they're speaking on. That's right. Um, but I do want to. It does feel like when this clip or statement was put out there there was everybody jumped on the verbatim of what she said instead of really finding the context yeah either way it's still damaging but i think it when there's context it's a little bit different in terms of her personally this was actually first a conversation in 2022 on her podcast with aaron andrews and it didn't pick up any steam no and aaron andrews i'm her i'm i'm hearing or reading that aaron andrews kind of admitted to doing the same thing yes i'm gonna get to that which is not great for aaron andrews either here's carissa thompson's um, incident that she brought up as to why she made up a report. She said, according to Sports Illustrated, uh, she explained, 2008, I was covering every Lions game because I was a baby reporter and got all the bad games. And it was the year they were 0-16 and Detroit coach Rod Marinelli at halftime. I was like, oh, coach, what adjustments are you going to make at halftime? He goes, that's a great perfume you're wearing. I was like, oh, blank, this isn't going to work. I'm not kidding. I made up a report. Uh, so that's what she said. And and then Aaron Andrews said the same thing. Like, sometimes they don't say what you really want them to say, and so you kind of have to make it up, which, number one, that's not okay for a coach to say. Like, do your yeah, job I mean, and, and t- say what your adjustments are going to be, not that your perfume's nice. Yeah, that's that's going to – that's uh, unfortunately – Rod Marinelli just got thrown under the bus. Yes. <laughs> unfortunately, that, that, that's not surprising uh, at all, but – Again, regardless of why you had to do it, it's it's one of those things that you just keep to yourself, right? Like you, inside you, you secret, did, you did what you had to do in that situation in order to do your job because the circumstances presented itself that you couldn't do the job the way you needed to, right? So you do what you do, but by especially because of the the the, the ground that women have to cover in this industry anyway. Speaking on something like that, Chris is 100% right. Do you know how many people watch games this weekend or sun, Saturday, Sunday? Oh, I saw it all over X. I, I, you saw it, right? All Everybody over. was like, ah, I wonder. Which I thought it was kind right of funny now? because, wonder, yeah. Did you make that up? And that is a consequence of those words in this week's, last week's story. No doubt. And yeah. it's going to be like that for a little bit. Yeah, she let the wrong cat out of the bag. Uh, because there are tricks of the trade. 
but just do your tricks of the trade and, and keep move it moving. On. Yeah, yeah. We we didn't need to hear that. Uh, I, you know, I'm not thrilled to hear Aaron Andrews' name connected with it either, and I don't know what her circumstance was, but I've never been a huge Aaron Andrews fan. I think she's highly overrated. Um, I tell do. me why. Tell me why. Why? Yes, because I don't think she adds anything to any broadcast. And people think she's people when she speaks, people uh, stop everything they're doing to listen to what she says. I don't think she ever says anything that adds much to the telecast. I'm going to play you for a second. Who are these people? <laughs> Who are the people? Yes. Who are the people that say they this? They are the people that think Aaron Andrews is drop dead gorgeous and have to stop what they're doing every time <laughs> she opens her mouth and talks on television. I don't know anybody like that, but. Okay. I get it, Chris. I'm and in the big five. In the Big Five, I will have – Aaron Andrews didn't even give a statement. She had her person give a statement. I so. mean, it, 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 it's it's not as though – it's. It, I mean, it's not a surprise that they would there would be a time where they couldn't get a, a, a coach or somebody out there to do. So, again, it's, it's, it's more that it was spoken out loud. And, it, you know, it was spoken out loud twice. Like, you got away with it the first time. No one really. <laughs> yes. She starts the next, no one, next really, one with. No one paid attention to it. I've right. said this once before, and but I, I haven't been fired right. yet. Like, so, it, it, to me, that also says that you kind of know you probably shouldn't, shouldn't go be saying this. Shouldn't be saying it. But you went there twice. And, unfortunately, not only is Carissa going to have to keep talking about this, but now all the women question in terms of. What they're uh, if they're doing her job, and that's not fair. But that is the consequence that Chris is talking about. Yes, indeed. All right, we'll see where that goes. Big Five is coming up. Uh, more Gwen and Chris is on the way. Three thirty-six on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby currently playing um, "Untangled the Cord" with his janky headphones. It's like falling. I get to talk about your headphones ear. after having my headphones literally falling <laughs> apart on my ear. Oh, now it's you. Guys, got to try the one-eared version. It's great. It's all one straight left, line man. doesn't spaghetti on me. Doesn't but you can't hear audio in the left channel. Only, know, only when it's a one channel. <laughs> yeah, when it's, when it's two channels. He's good. Of the time I'm good. Uh, we mentioned it a little bit. Hall of Famers. We were going to get into it, and then the uh, last. Segment kind of took off, took a yeah, life of its own. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there are some newbies on the Hall of Fame ballot. Uh, there's Scrape. Yes, I will ask you in the Big Five. Oh, that's a, oh, it is a Big Five. Yes, I changed <laughs> it because we talked about Kylie McDaniel earlier, saying that Blake Snell was his number one. Be careful, signing guy. That's, that's you know. Sorry to use your subject there. I didn't know that that it was different. No, it was actually Chris that used it. So oh, all right, well. I'm glad I used it. <laughs> uh, Kareem Jackson, gonna be he's gonna be pretty light in the wallet after these next four games. He's been suspended by the NFL for a hit uh, on Joshua Dobbs that created a turnover and was not penalized for in the game. Uh, yet he is going to pay a whopping five hundred and fifty-eight thousand dollars, eight hundred and eighty-nine. Uh, excuse me, five hundred fifty-eight, eight hundred eighty-nine dollars. <gasps> And those four game checks that he's losing. Nothing? Anything? Well, I, was <laughs> I didn't see the hit. So. I'm looking at it right now, and it's... it's he, The problem he, for Kareem is that 
This isn't his first act this year. No, no. And I, I think just, this might be his third act this year. I just retweeted at Matt Scravey, reposted it. But what happened was, what happened was, uh, Kareem Jackson comes in straight on Josh Dobbs, and he kind of launches his helmet into Josh Dobbs' helmet. As a matter so, of fact... He looks like a torpedo, honestly. As a matter of fact, I think this might have been his first game back from suspension. Really? Jackson was suspended four games after Week 7 for following a hit on tight end Luke Musgrave, which he was ejected. Mm-hmm. The suspension was reduced to two games after an appeal. He forfeited 279000 So he's up to fines? I think it's 800000 Well, look, Chris. Start tackling people with your arms. <laughs> look at him just, like, kind of launch himself into Josh Dobbs, like, head first. Like, everything that they teach you not to do, to do in the yeah. NFL, he did. He's playing by everything the old that rules. Dick Buckus did every Sunday. <laughs> Again, oh, by the way, before that year. suspension, Jackson had been fined four times this season for unnecessary roughness, a total of 89000 Dollars six hundred. Seven. They are get, they are in his pocket. This, this year. guy's never going to have any money. <laughs> I hope this guy's not married <laughs> or have kids. His wife matter. would just be furious with him. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's deep. That's what'd oh, you do that for again? Eight hundred grand. I don't know what he's making on a year, but I'm, sh- I'm sure no matter how much he's making, losing that kind of money. No. Not going to make the fam not happy. Good. No, not at all. All right. Uh, he's making this year. He's not making enough. <laughs> <laughs> How much is he making? His base salary is $2.5 million, oh, and he's, he's already given he's, up over he's half almost, of it. He, he's cut into almost half. Dude, stop doing this. Got to learn how to tackle. All right. Uh, let's get to our big five. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. Stay tuned for just 20 minutes from now, almost 19 minutes from now, because we are going to be calling our biggest fan name. Uh, it will be at 4 o'clock. For, if you hear your name, you need to call us back, 833-288-0973, in the 10 minutes after you hear your name, and uh, you will have a chance to win a night in the Odyssey Suite with friends, family, and 97.3's hosts. The biggest fan contest is presented by the San Diego Seals. Tickets are on sale now at SealsLAX. Dot com. All right. Number five. Now, as Tony said, there are some uh, first timers on the ballot here for the Baseball Hall of Fame that were announced today. I'm going to go through the list real quick. And then, uh, Chris, you're going to start and you're going to tell us whether or not any of these people are first time ballot Hall of Famers. So here's the list. Jose Bautista, Adrian Beltre, Big Sexy Bartolo Colon, Adrian Gonzalez, Matt Holliday. How funny that those two are back-to-back. Victor Martinez, Joe Maurer, 
Brandon Phillips, Jose Reyes. Breaking news, Joe Mauer? Yes, mm-hmm. th- that Joe Mauer. Okay. James Shields, Chase Utley, and David Wright. Chris, any first-time ballot guys on here? Beltre. Beltre. That's an easy one. Um, I- I'd have to look at Adrian Gonzalez's numbers. Uh, he doesn't seem like a Hall of Fame player to me. He seems like a really, really great player, uh, but not Hall of Famer. Um, what about Joe Mauer? Joe Mauer yeah, honestly. Joe Mauer is very close too. Um, I'm I'm a little tough on the vote, but I also don't like the the old. Well, I'm going to vote him into the Hall of Fame, but not on the first ballot. <laughs> right? Like what changes? You're either a Hall of Famer or you're not. Joe Mauer, I'm looking at him four times in the top 10 MVP in five years. At the catching position. At the catcher position. Did win a batting title at the catcher position or two of them. You know what? I think I might put Maurer in. I think I'll put Maurer in. So those are my two. All right. Beltre and Maurer. Yeah. Tony, any first time ballot guys outside of Beltre? Or do you agree with those? Uh, I do agree with those. Okay. Uh, Beltre, Maurer, you know, uh, there's some really good players on here. You know, Chase Utley, I think he's short. David Wright probably didn't stay healthy enough. Blew me off for an interview once. <laughs> Never vote for that guy. <laughs> Told me he had to uh, do some work in the pregame, then he went over and uh, watched TV for a half an hour. Just lied to me. <laughs> and then flaunted the lies. <laughs> I, that would bother me, too. I, I'm not going to lie. That would bother anybody. I, I'm not going to lie. I hate to say it. Um, <laughs> don't tell somebody you're going to do something and then not do it. Just yeah. say no. Just say I, no. I, yeah. Don't feel like yeah. doing the interview. Yeah. That would have been acceptable. Tell me. <laughs> Sorry. I digress. You guys good? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, those are the two. All right. So Adrian Beltre and Joe Maurer. We will keep an eye on that. Now, you guys haven't heard about this, or we haven't talked about this. Number four. There's some drama afoot down at the LSU women's basketball team right now. Star player Angel Reese has not been with the teams for a couple games now. She didn't travel over the weekend with the team. And prior to missing last Friday's game against Southeastern, Reese was benched in the second half of the Lady Tigers' 109-79 win over Kent State. In that game, she scored 11 points and grabbed five rebounds before she was pulled. There's no real information on why she was benched or didn't travel with the team. The head coach, Kim Mulkey, spoke to reporters on Friday and basically said, we are going to welcome her back when it's time to welcome her back. We want her on the team kind of thing. So, um, Tony... Oh, Reese actually broke her silence posting on X yesterday. She said, quote, please don't believe everything you read. Uh, Tony, who's this a bad look for? Uh, It's probably if there is a bad look here, it's probably Reese. Um, But we don't know what's going on with Angel. There's rumors that she is ineligible or on academic probation. Mm. Uh, And if that's the case, you know, that's kind of. Uh, you know, some of the things that can happen to, you know, a, a collegiate athlete. And I imagine with a lot of different distractions, especially for her, being that yeah. she's one of the highest grossing NIL, NIL um, that that could be a little bit of an issue. So, I mean, it's not the end of the world. She could figure it out in the classroom if that is true. If it's not, as her coach said, they're welcome her back. We don't know enough to really say Who's this look bad for or not? Honestly. Well, she said, "Please don't believe everything." Well, you that's read. what that's what so. one of the rumors was: is that she's academically. I didn't know ineligible. that part. Yeah. 
I, I heard where I read over the weekend that it was like insubordination type of thing. Could be. But who knows? But that hasn't been revealed or anything. Chris, who's this a bad look for? Well, it's a bad look for her. Uh, I don't who's it a, who else would it be for the coach? Maybe the coach? No. I don't think so. I mean the coach is the coach is trying to protect her. Yeah. But unfortunately, in protecting her, she's opening up an entire can of worms for us to insert our own narrative. Yeah. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't come straight, then we'll just make up what we want to make up. That's not. And if you're okay with that, great. Then it works to your benefit. Like then if you don't great. care, we'll just make it up. But I feel bad for Angel Reese because she's taking shots from all angles right now. Because the only thing anybody really has read is the little bottom line ticker that says she's away from the team and nobody knows why and nobody knows when she's going to come and, back. And, and of course, you know, our society that means we get to TMZ. we get to we get make to up a whole bunch of good TMZ at the death. Yeah. So this is this is a really bad look for her and. You know, if she's ineligible for grades, you know, that's something she, you know, could address and say, hey, I slipped up in the classroom. I got to, you know, pass some tests here to get back eligible. It would certainly put an end to the whole situation. I'm actually kind of happy that the NCAA, if it is indeed the grades. This is a school thing. Oh, it's a school. I thought NCAA had grades. I mean, you have to have a 2.0 in order to play, but the NCAA isn't like walking around. The hard thing to believe about the grades part, though, Tony, she already played, right? She played and was pulled in the middle of a game. Right. So they didn't just find out midway through a game. Oh, you failed the test. You're out. (laughs) Test score came in. Get out. Yeah. So maybe that's not it. That that was. I was just saying that was one of the things floating around there. So interesting. Well, we'll keep an eye on that too. Yeah. Almost Number as bad three. a look as when she did the face wash thing to <laughs> Caitlin Clark. I didn't really Although care. that didn't came really... in a W in yeah. like a not too long a national championship, so I don't think that that one qualifies. Uh, head coach of the Chargers. Well, let me start it like this. The Chargers. Current head coach. Chargered again. Yes, they Not did. former. Current head coach, Brandon Staley, had a text- testy exchange with a reporter again. Here's his response to whether or not he would continue calling defensive plays for the team. I have full confidence, like I t- I've told you, and like I've told you from the beginning, I have full confidence in our way of playing. Full confidence in myself as the play caller, in the way that we teach, and the way that we scheme. Full confidence in that. we got to bring this group together and do it consistently, okay? And that's where it's at. So you can stop asking that question, okay? I'm going to be calling the defenses, okay? So we're clear. So you don't have to ask that again. All right. It's going to come again if they keep the defense. Why do I think if Jim Rome was sitting in the front row, he'd raise his hand and go, Coach, are you going to be calling defensive signals anymore? And then Brandon Staley would, he and Jim Everett would go over there and deck him. I get why Brandon Staley is uh, upset, but he's upset every single week. So, Chris, it's never one person's fault. We've talked about this so many times about when he should be fired, but. Who should shoulder some of the blame for how the last couple seasons of Charger football have gone? What do you mean? The general manager, you think? Telesco's been there a long time. Yeah. Uh, I think the ownership is asleep, right? I mean, do they even know what's going on with their franchise? I don't think they do. Yeah. I I, I think maybe that's what you want me to say. But Brandon Staley's (laughs) got to got to take responsibility, as he said. I mean, this team finds a way to lose every single Sunday. Practically every single Sunday. So as long as, you know, Spanos doesn't have a clue, 
maybe Brandon Stanley can get away with it and last a little bit longer. But everybody else in the, everyone else in football thinks the guy ought to be fired. I, I don't know enough about X's and O's, but guy like Rex Ryan certainly does, and he said that the guy ought to go back to coaching Division Three. Three. Yeah, I think that's Rex being jealous. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of it is that the guy's overmatched. As I, a head I don't coach. disagree with that. All right, so maybe he should be out of there. Yeah, yeah. You think Tony? he's jealous? Rex Ryan? Yeah. He's been trying to throw his name in the hat of all these jobs, as far as I know. He's probably thinking, man, you have a Justin Herbert. What if he is just You have a Khalil think, Mack. What if he is just simply thinking, you can't coach? Like, you're just not good at He's just giving us his opinion. Yeah, that's that could be it, too. Um, What's the actual question? Do I think... <laughs> Who should help? Who, who, who else should shoulder some of the blame? He wants you to say Spanish. I know. I honestly was curious to see what you guys say. Could it be Justin Herbert? Um, Could it be someone else? I would say, is it Telesco? Right? Telesco. Telesco and, and um, Brandon shoulder the even amount of load. I mean, Telesco has as many lives as he does. Brandon Staley at this point. Maybe that's why he's so... Forgiving in terms of turning it around. There is nothing that, that we've seen from the Chargers that make you believe this is the right situation. Yeah. If we're being honest, right? If you watch them play week in, week out, there's nothing that's like, you know what? This is this is the duo. The hire was even suspect from the beginning. Like we we went over last week. He only had like a little bit of NFL time as a coach. But again, Chris Chris Carr brought this point up earlier. Like, that's not a net definite, like, you have to have experience in those spots. Now, maybe you could argue he just hadn't coached enough, but, you know, it hasn't gone right. hasn't gone well. We know no. that. No. Number two. All I know is the group text with Odd Thomas and Will Galvez just is so depressing every Sunday. They like get so excited when the game's going the Chargers way, and then every time when it ends, it's just Will with an expletive. All right. For the first time in... Is that the N- same thing as an expletive? Yes, the expletive was uh, something we said long time ago. For the first time in NFL history, the Jaguars, Browns, and Lions, two cats, are all 7-3 or better through 10 games. A big reason is because the Lions are now 8-2 and two for the first time since 1962. Tony, did the NFL need new teams at the top after dominance by a few over the last 20 years? I think that's the, the, the awesome thing about the NFL is there always are new teams in the mix. Now, what's different is there's a couple new teams at the top this year. Like right, the Texans are in the mix. Right now, right? But what we know about the NFL is from week 11 to... What week? How many weeks we go? 18. 18. 18. We get to week 18, it can look completely different. And so I I think that's why everybody loves NFL is because teams, a new team or two, constantly year in and year out join the fray. Usually it's at the bottom. This year we got a couple at the top. So I don't know if they need it, but I think that's also what makes the NFL so great. Chris, what do you think? Yeah, it's it's, it's good for those fans. For that fan base, it's not great for like me personally. Um, I, I like to see the stalwart teams at the top. I think most of us do. Uh, we, we're used to seeing the Chiefs. We're now used to seeing the Eagles and the Niners and the Cowboys and the Bills. And those are the teams that we watch. I think those teams get higher ratings than the Lions or the Browns do. 
But, yeah, it's any given Sunday. So the NFL's always been like this, though. To me, it's just it's it's never landed on the Lions or the Browns before. I mean, those two teams have been – they're the only two teams ever to go 0-16. <laughs> right? Neither of them have been to a Super Bowl. I mean, it's, you know, bad franchises. So – like I said earlier, wouldn't that be crazy if they both made the Super Bowl this year? That would. That would be yeah, wild. That would be a low-rated Super Bowl, though, I bet you. Probably. Number one. All right, so we talked about it a little bit earlier. Chris Thompson, Aaron Andrews. Well, a couple years ago when Aaron Andrews and Chris Thompson were talking about making fake reports, Aaron Andrews did actually say uh, it's a, in her Calm Down podcast in 2022, she... Um, would make up. She said that she had done the same thing, and quote, "I didn't want to throw a coach under the bus," is what Aaron Andrews said. So, what her spokesperson said about this whole controversy, Jill Fritzo, she said, "quote For her entire career, Aaron Andrews has worked very closely with coaches, players, and PR staffs to ensure accuracy in her reporting." So, basically, Aaron Andrews is trying to distance herself from this very quickly. Chris, what do you think should happen with these two? I know it's a lazy question. It's just hard. I mean, I they they both owe big time apologies and just face up to what they said, what they did, and try to help all the rest of the reporters move past this situation. And That's it's going to take some time, yeah. but they can be at the lead of that. I think that would be nice, Tony. I don't think Aaron Andrews owes anybody an apology. This was when she spoke on this was a couple years back, and if you weren't upset about it at that point. Don't be upset about it now. I think it's f- funny that the podcast name is Calm Down. Right, exactly. <laughs> Calm Down. You should have been upset about it two years ago. It now, also tells me no one's listening to the podcast if no one's upset. Carissa, on the other hand, she went back at this for a second bite at the apple. So, you know. At, I've said this before <laughs> and I haven't been fired yet. So, you know, yeah, you, she probably should apologize. That's, a, that's about it. That's about it. All right. When we get back. The biggest fan name will be announced on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 